0: Hey everybody and welcome to punchlines. My name is Frank Nicotero. I am a longtime comedian and a lifelong sports fan. It's a glasses Wednesday, ladies and gentlemen, I'm wearing glasses. Uh, I just got them yesterday at Costco Warby Parker. No, not the way to go. Costco's the way to go. Uh, we have a really, really big show today for you guys today. Murray Sawchuck will be here live in studio illusionist magician. Very, very funny doing something that will blow our minds here. Later, we're going to talk on the video with Dwayne Colucci, who is the uh, race book sports manager at Rampart Casino in nearby Summerlin. Uh, so it's a big show. We're also going to do this day in sports and some celebrity birthdays. But let's start off the show with nailed it or failed it. Now, Alex White was in here yesterday and uh, oh, Alex nailed it. She, she nailed it, right? Alex, uh, gave us four hockey lines oh by the way ryan ryan i didn't introduce ryan ryan our producer ryan mccormick right there Hello, everybody yeah so there's the nailed it alex white you nailed it alex she was three and one in hockey last night Three and one right and uh so she had a good day and i had the phillies last night so the phillies they won 10 nothing was the final that was a breeze
1: yeah if you took the over four and a half
0: which we also talked plus about Plus point five. so i gave out two winners but then there's also the flip side of nailed it there's failed it yes and uh yeah, here comes the red graphic flying in now, ladies and gentlemen. I felt it pretty hard. Uh, there it is right there. And I have to say, I lost two bets to two of our producers here, Ann and Ryan. Now, Ann and I talked about the Grand Salami. If you were following along, the Grand Salami is a, a great prop here at South at South Point that you want to do. It's the total number of goals scored in the NHL games. Last night, the Grand Salami was 57 and a half, me being a sucker, being the over guy. I went, take the over, 57 and a half. It wasn't even close. I got hit hard. I got hit as hard as this guy in Philly last night. Did you see this clip? By the way, never go on the field in Philadelphia, any field. You really shouldn't because you're going to get kicked out. Watch this guy. He's running. He's running. And watch the watch the security guy who the Eagles should call for some DB help. Watch this hit. Bam. And look at the players' reaction. I love the Phillies' pitchers in warm-up, walking the field. Here's a different angle. Smack. Yeah. That's how they did. The players fall down laughing. That's how I felt last night with the Grand Salami because there was only 47 goals. It was 10 goals under. So if you had the under, you won. Congratulations, and I owe Ann a Coke Zero, which around here, ladies and gentlemen, that is liquid gold. Um, there's also something I, else you have to pay again? up on.
1: You got to pay up on something else. That was else. it. That
0: was the only failed it, right, for me? Nope. There's one more. There's one more. Yeah, you oh, took Dallas. Oh, yeah. I lost... Once again, to our producer, Ryan, who's a uh, Chicago Blackhawks fan. I had to wear a Blackhawks jersey, which is the first time I've ever covered up Pittsburgh with the Chicago uh, team, and I have to do it again. So, Ryan, bring it in.
1: Well, so in spirit of Uh our seventh episode yesterday, I wore my number seven Alex Petrangelo jersey last night, and today I brought you 71, so seven plus one, episode eight. Seven plus one is eight.
0: This is episode eight. All right, here we go. This is again. Now, anytime I lose a bet, this is how you're you're gonna know if you watch the show. By the way, please subscribe. Hit the subscribe button. This is how you know I lost a bet. I'll probably be wearing the Pittsburgh shirt because I know it has to be covered up. There's the two shot. Okay, so here and this is autographed. Did you get this autographed or did you uh, buy my, it that
1: way? My stepmom got it.
0: That's a sweet. Now this is probably worth a lot of money here. So, all right, here we go. Wearing my first piece of Vegas sports oh my god it's huge I mean I like the look of this though I like the golden Knight look at that
1: that was the uh the original home jersey
0: yeah this was oh, just the yeah because now they yep. wear the gold ones yep right okay I like this a lot this will be so wait this will be a throwback someday someday <laughs> like next someday. year later. wow we wore these all the way back five years ago um all right well congratulations to you on that but now I want to point out something smart that I did ladies and gentlemen it's called a hedging your bet this is the South point app that you can do right here at South Point. I opened my account last night. I now have the South Point app. And I put money on the Golden Knights to win. So I won money on the Golden Knights. So I am wearing this because I lost the bet with Ryan, who's now 2-0. Got to keep track of this. But uh, I don't mind wearing this because this is pretty. And it's black and gold, so it's kind of Pittsburgh color. So congratulations <laughs> to you, Ryan. You're now 2-0. You do not have to go upstairs and watch the Taylor Swift concert movie. Thank you. So Thank you. good for you. All right, let's get into this day in sports. It's a new feature here. On the show, on punchlines, usually we do fast facts. Today we're doing the yeah. stay in sports. So today is October 18th, 2023. And a lot of interesting things and in celebrity birthdays happened on 2018. So let's talk about the first one. In 18, we're going to do baseball in, in tribute to the Phillies last night, winning me money. The first New York All-World Championship Baseball Series was played in 1889 between the New York Giants, the NL team, played the Brooklyn Bridegrooms. The Brooklyn Bridegrooms were a double-A team wonder why they changed that name. That's not like the most menacing name, a bridegroom. That's what a, a best man is, right? That's the male, that's the, the right? The bridesmaids and the bridegrooms. Anyway, uh, the, the Giants won the series six games to three. And this is in 1889. And I Googled this. I didn't realize this, but a young Vinny Maliulo actually placed a bet on that. There's Vinny right there cashing in <laughs> his ticket. He took the Giants because he's a New York guy. And he took his, uh, his two bets, his two bits, And he and his friend Chris Andrews went out and got some sarsaparilla soda and some saltwater taffy. So that was Vinny as an 1889 kid. Make sure you watch Vinny today or tomorrow. He and Jeff will be back for Sports by the Book with a big week of uh, NFL action coming up. Also on this day in history, 1967, let's talk more sports. Let's talk Vegas. The relocation of the Kansas City A's. They moved to Oakland back in 1967, became the Oakland A's. uh, But KC got a team. They got the KC Royals. And Seattle got a, the Pilots. By the way, the Seattle Pilots only played one year in 1969. Then they moved to Milwaukee to become the Brewers. Uh, yeah, that's crazy. But um, so talking about relocating the A's, they of course are coming to Vegas, Ryan. This is supposed to. This isn't like an, a millionth percent positive, but it's going to happen. I
1: don't personally want them here. You don't want the A's here? No. Why we've, not? So we've already taken the Raiders. You have taken we, the Raiders. We don't need the A's. So. The A's have fans. Yes, the they Oakland do. fan base has come out. They had support throughout the entire year. Now,
0: no, when and you say the entire so year, so many there other are games where there was like two thousand people. Okay,
1: there. in Oakland, okay. yes, because they yeah. have to protest Fisher, get him out. Um, but in visiting ballparks, they got away fan ba- or the home fan bases yeah. to chant with them yes. to sell the team in yeah, the fifth inning. I
0: saw that clip. Yeah,
1: and then I'm seeing that they want to for the expansion teams possibly give oakland an expansion team what sense does that make
0: give vegas the expansion team and keep the a's in oakland right that makes no sense
1: it makes no sense whatsoever
0: yeah well it's gonna have here maybe the bottom line is maybe none of this is happening and it's just because vegas wants to blow up the tropicana because it's so (laughs) i don't know I mean, the Laugh Factory's in there, and I love that and everything. But maybe it's maybe it's just time for the Trop to go. And they're like, oh, yeah, we're going to put a baseball stadium here. Which, by the way, they're going to have to wedge that thing in there. There's not a lot of space.
1: They're trying to fit too much. This is why you're a Gold Knights fan,
0: because they were born and created for this city,
1: right? Okay. Yes, they were. I get you. Yes, I were. get you. Wishing for it my whole childhood. So
0: now, if they relocate to Vegas, now, I don't know if they're going to call them the A's. I've seen some clever hats with the A upside down and makes it, makes it look like a V, which is cool. And then they put some little dice there. I don't know if they would stick with the name the A's. Would you want the A? Would you want the Vegas Athletics? The VA again.
1: I don't want the A's, but <laughs> the
0: yeah, it I mean, sounds it, like that's what I'm saying. The VA's, So when they go on the uh, the injured yeah. list, uh, that's the VA hospital. <laughs> Someone trademark these right now. I'm giving you people gold here. The VA hospital, exactly. Uh, well, some names I don't know. Uh, you could, you know, with all the construction in town, could be the uh, Las Vegas traffic cones. That would be yeah. working. Our
1: state flower. The
0: state flower is the traffic cone. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> It's going, right? But also, uh, we, we asked AI to maybe create something. And what did yes, we, we come up with? What did AI come up with for us? They came up with the Las Vegas dealers.
1: See, AI is not entirely intelligent. Now, AI is no... not entirely
0: great. First of all, I don't think they spelled it correctly. Nope. Dealers would be D-E-A-L-E-A. Wait, there's an <laughs> A in there somewhere. No, dealer. Oh, no, there's an extra it's de- E. De-
1: yeah, there's an extra, there's de- an extra de- E in there.
0: I'll get it. Damn and then the AI bottom is
1: just scrambled. But yeah, then we've got so the, the, the Las Vegas Overs, which Las I think Vegas AI overs. did now really good works. with.
0: And did you ask AI for what that would look like? That one, Boom. I think they oh, did a really see, good job. That looks good.
1: The jersey, the, the print across the jersey. I like the that. The skyline in the background.
0: Now, see, Vegas could get excited about that, the Vegas Overs. Yeah. Or the Vegas Overs. I don't know. It would be
1: kind of ironic if they go under, though.
0: Yeah, right. I, I would take the Overs because you got you got the heat, you got the hot. Well, they're going to have to play indoors, right? You can't yeah, play. They're going to have least, to be
1: indoors. Definitely in the shade. Build, like, the half dome. Yeah, they're going so to have to. You can't no play a game games. at 115
0: degrees first yeah, pitch. no That shot. wouldn't be good. Uh, all right, stroke. let's get into some uh, celebrity birthdays. Celebrity birthdays, and this is a huge one for me because I grew up loving this guy. Uh,
1: that coach.
0: What's that? The coach. The Bears. Uh, Mike Ditka. Happy birthday to Mike Ditka. Pittsburgh's own Mike Ditka. Look at him. He was such a badass. He still is a badass. He was born in Carnegie, PA. Um, he is 84 years old today. Coach, I bet you he could still—he could probably take both of us in a fight,
1: Ryan. Most definitely.
0: And Ann and Sean, all four of us, he could. Take I
1: think us his out. mustache alone could take us. The in mustache the fight. alone would knock yeah. us out.
0: Exactly. Uh, he went to Aliquippa High School, which is out kind of near Beaver County, where I was born. Played at the University of Pittsburgh from '58 to '60. Then get this—he was the first. Uh, he went the first round in the NFL draft. He was the fifth pick, but he was also drafted in the AFL draft when there were two different leagues, and he was the eighth pick uh, in the AFL. He stuck with the NFL. He played with the Bears, the Eagles, the Cowboys, but of course, Mike Ditka is most famously known for the head coach at the Chicago Bears, the 1985 Bears, and he's 84. So next year will be like Mike Ditka's golden birthday for the Bears, right? <laughs> they have to do a big celebration. He's 85 for the 85 Bears. That'll be huge. Another thing we should trademark TM that right now. <laughs> but uh, the Bears that year, I know you don't remember the 85 Bears, probably the second most dominating defense ever. Because I'm still sticking with second, the Steel Curtain huh? in the second, 70s, huh? but. Yeah, they went 15 and 1. Now, we are a gambling show, so I want to point this out for Chris Andrews at our sports book. Remember, we're coming to you live from the South Point Sportsbook right behind me. Line stands for Live in Nevada every show. The uh, the Bears went 15, 3, and 1 against the spread that season. 19 total games. 15, 3, and 1 against the spread. I have a feeling uh, Vegas either made a lot of money or didn't. I, I have a feeling they probably took a hit because the Bears were so dominant. They only lost one game, and I remember watching this. It was a Monday Night Football game against Dan Marino and the Dolphins. Dan Marino had three touchdowns. Now, Jim McMahon, the quarterback for the Bears, was out most of the game. Steve Fuller played most of the game. But they lost, and they were only underdogs once during the whole season. They were four-point underdogs against the Niners, who this is in the Niners' heyday, and they beat the Niners 26-10. to uh, And do you want to take a guess? The Super Bowl line, 85 dominant Bears against the lowly New England Patriots, what the line was? Final score was 46 to 10. What was the line?
1: Um
0: Dominant team going against a car, a team that no one thought would be there.
1: Don't go crazy. But Chicago minus go 12.
0: It was 10 and a half. Not bad. 10 and, a half and 37 and a half They covered by 36. <laughs> and they covered the over by themselves. That is a dominant Super Bowl performance. And William Refrigerator Perry scored a touchdown. Walter Payton didn't. And Chris Andrews, uh, the head of our sports book, will tell you. If I'm not mistaken, I think one of the first prop bets ever offered in Vegas, yep. right, was yep, uh, Chris was telling us the story the other night, Oops. was Refrigerator Perry scoring a touchdown in the Super Bowl, and he did. And I think it opened, it was open at like a long shot, like.
1: Yeah, and then it went down yeah, to yeah, It was money. like
0: 200, it was like a 200 long shot. By the time the game started, it was like a two to one bet or yeah. something crazy because he did score a touchdown. A lot of Chicago fans and your dad's a Chicago fan or your mom?
1: Born and raised. Yeah, my dad. Born and
0: raised. He would remember this, that everyone was kind of upset that Peyton didn't get the touchdown. You know, Peyton didn't score. They gave the ball kind of to William Refrigerator Perry, who weighed about, I don't know, he was close to 400 pounds. Something
1: like that. Number
0: 72.
1: Yeah, he was, that was the heaviest touchdown ever scored until... Dantari Poe broke it it in uh, 2017 with the Chiefs. Ryan,
0: coming up with this. He wasn't even prepared for that. That's how good he is at this job, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, Refrigerator Perry was nicknamed Refrigerator Perry because he was built like a refrigerator. All right, is everything cool over there? (laughs) (laughs) All right, but anyway, happy birthday, Mike Ditka. Coach, uh, Pittsburgh legend, we want you to be uh, there next year for 85 and 85, the 85 Bears. 85 years old, Mike Dicka. Also, celebrity birthdays. Uh, probably the most dominant female tennis player I ever saw when I saw it. Martina Navratilova. Martina was unbelievable. Now, I remember when I, I started watching tennis because of McEnroe and Connors, but then I got into it because Chris Everett and Martina. Martina, happy 67th to her, born on October 18th, 1956. I mean, the the, the stats are amazing. 18 major single titles. That's just crazy. 31 Major women's double titles, ten major mixed double titles. That's man and woman, and that's fifty-nine combined major titles. That's that's fifty-nine more than you and I have combined, Ryan.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <isn't> yeah.
0: It? <laughs> Are you good? Ever tennis? have? Can you play tennis? Uh,
1: no. One of my best friends growing up, though, uh, went to college playing tennis. And
0: his name was Andre Agassi. Yes. Right, because he's yes. from Vegas. But I, I actually know grew Agassi.
1: up with his kid. Well, not grew up. I played little league with his son. Did you really? Yep. Steffi, the kid had
0: to be good. His mom. His mom is Steffi Graf. Be and his very kids. quick. Yeah.
1: Very quick. What does he do now? I'm not sure what he does. I'll
0: tell you what he doesn't do. Produce punchlines here. No, he does not. No, he does not. That's what Ryan McCormick does. Yeah, Martina was just dominant. I loved watching her and Chris Everett had some epic battles. Also, uh, Lindsey Vonn's birthday today. Lindsey Vonn. Happy birthday, Lindsey Vonn. Lindsey Vonn is 39 years old. And as you see on that set, there first woman to win 82 World Cup races. Just dominant in the ski game. And of course, a lot of people, uh, unfortunately, forget how great of an accomplished skier she was know her as the two-year run from dating um dating tiger woods yeah
1: she's also dating uh or i don't know if they're still dating but pk Subin.
0: oh the the hockey player yeah yep there you go and by the way uh by the way when they dated i understand when they would go out lindsey vaughn would drive you don't want tiger behind the wheel ladies and gentlemen and the final birthday ladies and gentlemen i also want to point out today october 18th uh Lee Harvey Oswald also blew out the birthday candles on October 18th. I believe we have a picture of him actually blowing out candles. There it is right there. Uh, just, just the graphic alone. Yes, he celebrated his birthday on October 18th. Twins now, with the thing. Uh, Ditka. What's that? Same Twins exact the day coach. as Ditka. He was born on the same day as Mike Ditka. Uh, Lee Harvey Oswald also blew out candles on October 18th. But I don't think he acted alone when blowing out the candles, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, I think there was a breeze coming... From the grassy knoll, He didn't act alone on that. That's the big Lee Harvey Oswald joke. Ladies and gentlemen, it is time for our special guest. This gentleman, uh, he just he just walked in the door. This is very exciting. This man has been doing shows live in Vegas uh, for I, we're going to find out how many years any second now. Uh, he's a, a master illusionist, a magician. He's a comedian. And he actually taped his second special right here at the South Point. So he knows Michael Gahn and Michael Lubinati. I always mess up Michael's last name. What is it, Michael? Michael? No, no, the, the guy who runs my Illuminati—I always want to call him Illuminati—but Murray, Murray Sawchuck, Murray, come on in here, buddy. Murray Sawchuck is here. This no, is so exciting. There. Murray, good well, to see yeah, you. But Murray. it's for you me to get on. off this chair and get back. up
2: they're high as hell. huh? How then, you doing?
0: I'm very good, man. Now, Murray, I—I've <sighs> I I, seen uh, Murray here many times, and he was on America's Got Talent when I was doing warm-up in the audience.
2: That's right, way it, back. Way We're back. About, that's 2010.
0: Was it 2010? Yeah, a yeah,
2: long time. Did early. a lot of
0: audience warm-up for shows. I always have comedians come out, and it was such a, a great experience. And working, I got to meet Howard Stern, uh, you know, and I talked to Howard Stern, who I was a longtime fan, and Simon uh, really liked me, And but you you killed it on AGT, and look now. Look. You know, it's crazy,
2: and it's funny doing AGT back in the day, though, because back in the day, when you were on AGT, they didn't want you to uh, have any social media, because it was a game show, oh, right, because yeah. the prize a million bucks. So they wanted to be, make it a game show, so you couldn't use internet. You or you can use anything, but Twitter
0: yeah. and
2: Facebook. I think Instagram barely started. I don't even know if Instagram was actually yeah. I don't think so. Yeah. And so we didn't get that exposure. <laughs> so when we were on that show, we was shocking. after we walked off, uh, Jason Raff, who's the executive yeah, producer, yeah, Jason, yeah, good dear guy. friend, and he said, do you, "Do you realize how many people watched you guys tonight?" And I was with Jackie Evangelico and Prince Poppycock oh, yeah, and Michael Kramer and all of you. Yeah, yeah. And they said, "Hey, I'm." Um, I said, I said, I don't know, maybe a million people yeah. a couple months. Well, that yeah. was a lot to me. And he said, no, 22 million Unbelievable. watched. And that was that point because there was no internet. You couldn't see anything anywhere but TV. <coughs> yeah, I mean, in that sense. And then after that, it's gone down like eight or nine million, which is still amazing. Yeah, But 22 million is so hard to understand it really is. that many people until you leave the building. And the next day I'm at the airport and like six, 10 people walk up to you instantly yeah. overnight and go, you're the guy. Yeah. I've never had that black and white overnight kind that's of That's it, right? Yeah. Yeah.
0: But plus you have a very unique look. I think you stand out well, in the crowd. I'm not
2: robbing a bank today. I'm <laughs> telling you that much, Frank. I'm not robbing yeah, a you bank. You could
0: never rob a bank. They no. would go, Oh, that's Murray Satchak. You yeah. just robbed the bank. Exactly.
2: I, could you imagine bankers dressed like this and then I would be like, we well, would just robbed a bank. I'm like, I didn't. I was at home watching Netflix. No, it was you.
0: <laughs> my my favorite all-time dumb bank robber, there was a guy who robbed a bank in his army fatigues with his name on it, <laughs> so they caught him. So literally, Perfect. the guy had a mask on, Army Fatigue jacket, and it said like Williams or something like That's that. That's amazing. So they <laughs> caught him, cause it's like, I, I don't know what the detective, you know, they're like, okay, well look at the footage. Um, I think I got this one solved, guys. Yeah, I'm a master, it was like CS, uh, I think it's Williams, so let's look up local guys who are in the army with the last name Williams. Go knock on his door, see if he's having a party. That was the best case one closed
2: ever. within 20, case 24 I mean, that was, hours. That was
0: that was the That could be an hour of yeah. TV right there because they open it and close it within an <laughs> hour. It. Literally a real time episode of NCIS <laughs> or whatever the hell. So tell everybody where you are in Vegas right now. You've, you've yeah. well, your whole Vegas career. You've been all over the place. Yeah,
2: you know I came to Vegas in two thousand two, so I've been on the Strip. I just realized this year twenty one years. Twenty one
0: years, geez. pretty hard to believe. You know wow. I, I
2: came just for an you know a six month contract the Frontier. I was living in Orlando at the time. I'm from Vancouver, Canada, originally. Yeah. And uh, now I've actually been here pretty much half my life, you know? And I know. Isn't you know, that crazy?
0: Yeah, I know. When I think five. about how many how long I've done stand-up, it's like, oh, this is pretty much the majority yeah. of my life. So where can people yeah. see you now in Vancouver? Well, I'm at
2: Tropicana. I've been right. there for about 10 years now. So my show's Sundays through Wednesdays, and it's a four o'clock show, which is nice. You can always catch it before other shows and see it whenever you want. I'm also on the road touring, yeah. as usual, you yeah. know? And, uh, and also, like you said, I, I filmed my... Um, my second comedy special here about six weeks ago in the right main here. showroom. Yeah, I, I love Michael Gunn. The family's always been super sweet to He's me. He's amazing, yeah. Michael Labanotti is a super dear friend of mine, and uh, I was looking for a place to shoot my second one. He's like, Murray, come on. It's what a are beautiful we doing? room, yeah. Said, it's designed to shoot. We have, they already have cameras locked in as well, 1080. Nice. And they all movers. And, of course, the, the showroom's just been redesigned, so it really is – um, uh, TV friendly, camera friendly, and when will that know.
0: be out? When can it people... should be out
2: in December. Right now, we're just literally on the way here, finishing our last four or five edits. Editing it, yeah. I'm OCD with stuff, so everyone's <laughs> doing it for me, but of course, I have final approval. And with magic, it's not like a comedy special. Yeah, you know, comedy, you're just worried about not cutting on the joke or whatever, you know. And that's it. But with magic, you're not. You got the joke, yeah. Then you got the reaction, and also you don't want to cut away from when you do the trick. Sure. So if I'm having you bore something, and I'm doing something, if you cut to an audience shot, well. You've lost the consistency. Yeah, that's and that's people big. think there's camera editing in my show. There really isn't. You know right. what you see is. I don't need it. You know. Yeah, right. <laughs> and I just don't. And for the tricks I'm doing, so, um, so it's kind of nice that. So it's a lot of work editing because you got to line them up right, and you don't want to cut on a trick. You know? Well, I can't
0: wait December, and where yeah. will people be able to find? Hopefully, them? well,
2: Tubi has the first right refusal because okay. they have my next three specials. Excellent. But if they refuse it, we're gonna obviously pitch. You know, Hulu. Netflix, broke all the places. It'll be out there you know. somewhere. It'll be out there in December, yeah, Very for cool. sure, yeah.
0: Um, and by the way, while you're watching us YouTube uh, on YouTube, click the subscribe button. Now, yeah. you're from Canada, so does that yeah. immediately make you a hockey fan? You know, it's funny. You think it would
2: be, but I am the worst sports fan ever. Like, I go for the camaraderie. <laughs> okay. I go for the excitement. I go for the popcorn and the beer. Right. And then I ask who's winning, who's losing. And I'm always interested <laughs> in the last game, the Stanley Cup. Yeah. You know, or whatever the big award is, whatever sport we're watching. Because I think that's that's when it really counts. And you know, yeah. I think you see the players play the best then. Yeah. They're not just <laughs> putzing around, you know. Um. But but my father, though, worked for the Canucks for 35 years. Oh,
0: wow. Okay. And
2: he was an usher in security, but he worked for the Canucks before they, even the Canucks. He worked for them when they were called the the Blazers oh my before gosh. they were in the NHL. So it's pretty wild. Do so, you remember
0: yeah. the Blazers, Ryan? No. I know you're a big hockey fan. The
2: Blazers I do way not, back. No. <laughs> yeah. I think that's like early 70s, late 60s. And Ryan,
0: what year were you born? 2000. 2000 well, that must be nice isn't that nice yeah yeah he, thanks for that yeah i know yeah.
2: He's, <laughs> he's been on the strip uh, 21
0: years exactly
2: i started on the strip when you were born <laughs>
0: when you were born man he's making his bones back then man. when you were born. i'll trade you uh so yeah, so yeah so i lost a bet that's why i'm wearing this gold knights jersey so
2: yeah, that is not your favorite team i take
0: it. i'm, I'm born and raised in pittsburgh so i'm oh, a steelers, steelers guy sure, a pirates yeah. guy yeah and a penguins guy this is the second time i've had to cover up a pittsburgh shirt <laughs> with, uh, a, he had the so Chicago, but Bla- uh, Bla- just last night, the Golden yeah. Knights, Um, we had Chris Harrison on the show yesterday, yeah. who was great. And Chris is from Dallas. So the stars were in town, the Dallas stars. And I said, well, for Chris Harrison's sake, I'll take Dallas. Thought they'd when they were up, actually won nothing. And then two to one. Yep. Yeah. They had the yep. two one lead. I'm about watching the show or watching the game, working on today's show. And then they tie it up and then it goes to a shootout. And I'm like, son of a, I'm like, it's going to go. <laughs> I'm like, I know th-, And the Golden Knights win. And I'm like, damn it, Ryan won again. <laughs> yeah,
2: and back to the jersey. Back to it. it is. It good is. on you though. It, it, brings, out it yeah, brings out your eyes, it brings out your eyes. And
0: by the way, today's the first day I've ever worn glasses on the show. And one of the reasons I'm like, well, Murray's famous for his glasses. Always, so. I, and I, I need
2: them. And, I actually need them. And the, oh my God, these are progressives. Same, yeah. Because yeah. people think I wear them just for the looks. Of mine. Yeah. These are progressives too. Because I yeah. can't see now at my age. I can't see close north No, so, so that's yeah. So. You need to do the next bet though. Is I think you have to wear. Yes. If You lose. You have to wear like the knight's helmet, like an actual knight <laughs> helmet for the whole no, show. For so like we'll the see whole if we show. can get one. Of those. How funny like, he would he look with that? <laughs> like just we'll the whole Viking thing. I think that's the next move. I just going to throw it out there, guys. And anyone who
1: tunes in, I like the idea. I like it. Do you
0: own a helmet?
2: Do you want oh, we'll see, We'll see. We we'll yeah. see where it goes. Yes, Spirit Halloween's got a bunch yeah, of that stuff for you. We'll get start. you one. We'll get you one. <laughs> we'll see start. where it goes. Now,
0: would you be sad? Now, we were talking about the A's relocating here, and yep. obviously, the their home would be the Tropicana. Yes. So, what's going on with the Tropicana? You know, like, I get
2: asked that probably I'm sure, every day. Yeah. You know, for the last six months, but it's a lot of hype with the news. You know, what's in the news? Obviously, you know, I always look at that property, and it's you know that's the busiest intersection in the United States.
0: I did not. Mm-hmm. I, I, right now, it for sure is too. Yeah. Well,
2: yeah, with everything else. And so it's I a great place that. to have a show. It's a great place to have a casino. I'm surprised that casino hasn't been knocked down twenty years ago. Yeah. Because there's so much land. Yeah. And there's only two towers. And if you have a look, how far the distance between the two towers, there's a lot of space for rooms, parking, <laughs> other stuff. So I'm surprised that it hadn't happened sooner. Right. Um, but I think with two thousand eight and ten, the world falling and everything else and COVID, I think yeah. that's probably been delayed. But with the A's coming in, if they were to play, as you probably read, they're not gonna play until two thousand twenty eight. So that's a long yeah. ways away. Second of all, they need so many clearances, you know, yeah. right by the airport. Yeah, It's going to be one of the busiest intersections on top of the busy because they got Jeez. now what, T-Mobile. You got the Allegiant Stadium. You got Allegiant, You yeah, know, yeah. so of all the places you could put it, and we're in the desert. If you yeah. look out the window, <laughs> you can go all the way to Utah and hit nothing. There's so much land. I know. Or to Phoenix, or head for Baker, <laughs> yeah. or, you know, or L.A. I mean, but no, we want to keep is. it right that here. That works. The right? Baker is. Exactly. Yeah, the
0: Yeah, Because, you know, an Uber driver the other day, uh, I was in the Uber, and he goes, he goes, you know, uh, we're not getting wider. He goes, they just keep jamming everything yeah. in here. He goes, there's room to go wide, but everything yeah. has to be here. It and seems. the Tropicana, I mean, the Laugh Factory's been there forever. I yeah. played it. I, it's been a long time. You know, it was Rodney's, uh, Rodney's place yes. way back. Right I remember day. when it was Rodney's place. I think I even did 80s. that. Yeah. It only I, was like six I, months. I was over. yeah. Uh, well, I, oh, I did Rodney's place. Yeah, no, yeah. I did. And, and I was telling my Rodney Dangerfield story yesterday on the air. Uh-huh. Uh, I, Rodney went up before me at the Laugh Factory in LA, okay. and I got up after him and I went, ah, it's nice to see these young kids getting up and trying not to stand <laughs> That's up, right? Cute. He's like, <laughs> hey, Exactly. And afterwards, yeah. after the show, I'm outside of the Laugh Factory right there on Sunset, and it's Jerry Stiller and Jerry Stiller, who was the dad on yeah. uh, Seinfeld, or the comic yep. legend. The two of them, Jerry Stiller comes up, gives me a wink, shakes my hand, says, and then Rodney comes up, yeah, hey, you're a funny kid. Nice job, nice job. You're very funny. And I'm like, oh, my God. That was like being knighted. It's like being knighted, and this is before, of course, phones oh, of or pictures. Course. I didn't get a picture. I didn't get a video. Not. Yeah, but but, what a memory, though. But I have that story, and I mean Rodney. Was, I mean, I saw Caddyshack when I was eleven, yeah. and it was like my favorite movie. And an interesting story about Rodney. He thought he was doing horrible. They were shooting the movie the first day, and he's sweating, and he's 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 off. And the director, Hal Ramos, comes over to him. He's like, Rodney, what's wrong? He goes, oh, I'm doing bad. No one's laughing. He goes. Rodney, this is a movie. We're the crew. We can't laugh at your jokes. He was like, he thought he was dying. He thought oh, he was bombing. Of course, because that's what you live on. Right. So that's once, our drug. Laughter. Once they told him that, he was like, oh, can okay, he relax? And, and then, you know, he crushed Caddyshack. He, he did like, a
2: lot of movies in the 80s after that. Yeah. You know, all the different ones. Like Back to School. Back to or School, School is, is it's or, Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm Rodney,
0: was, he was amazing. So to meet him for me was uh, was amazing. Yeah. Um, so uh, what else you want to ta- tell Do you have any other Vegas stories, any uh, Vegas story you want to tell us? Cause I know you're going to do something for it. So I'm very excited about that. Yeah.
2: I mean, I'm in mean, Vegas is Vegas. I mean, there's always some great stories in Vegas. You know what I mean? From how the mob was here to the way whoa, they whoa, built whoa, things. Whoa, to, whoa, whoa. There's whoa. no mob. <laughs> um, so, you know, it's, it's, you know, it's funny. I don't, know any off the top of my head because when okay. people ask me yeah it triggers something or whatever it is i mean yeah. i could talk to you for days with this stuff because i <laughs> love the history but i always tell people when they're in vegas so to go check out the neon uh, museum the neon boneyard which yes is phenomenal it's got so much vegas history yeah and basically for those who don't know what that is that's basically where all the old signs of vegas go to die unbelievable the big uh, cowboy and uh, all stardust that. and the yeah the sassy sally and all that stuff and uh and that you can now now when i was first going there and i used a lot to take photos there for my promo photos okay it would just be a gate in a warehouse and you had to sign up on some form and they'd meet you at the gate unlock the gate and you get to walk around it really was a boneyard it was wow. just a scrapyard and now of course it's become a you know a, a charitable organization they do events there and some of the signs they've got back to lighting up again yeah so it's a really cool so if you haven't done that in vegas it's the only place you can do this in vegas you know what i mean so it's one. Of those well now of you said
0: you, you've been here 21 years can yeah. you tell us how you got your start and doing illusions and, and oh magic yeah i mean
2: stuff? i mean when i first it's so funny when I was. When I, well, I started when I was seven. You oh, know. So I was one. Yeah. So, it seems like magicians
0: yeah. always start. And yeah, they're... I got a kit
2: like everybody' magic yeah. kit, along <laughs> with the racetrack, the matchbox cars, yes. and the you know the hungry hippos or whatever games you got <laughs> as a kid. You know, and that kind of stuck. Because when I was a kid, starting at five years old, I was a professional dancer. I've danced for eleven years. A
0: Ukra- uh, Ukrainian, U- Ukrainian yeah. dancer. i half Ukrainian, I- I and half that.
2: Scottish. Yeah. yeah, wow. That's where the Sawchuk comes from, and the Murray, of course, is my mother's last name, which is Scottish. So, oh, wow. um, and so I was always on stage in that capacity because I like the intention, I like, you know, and uh, then magic came along and I I also played music as well. And when I got the magic kit, because I was already in front of an audience entertaining people, it wasn't much of a difference. It just skewed a little bit differently. I just had to learn a different skill. The hardest thing was knowing how the trick worked and pretending that I didn't know how it worked to the audience's viewing
0: the idea is for
2: me not to, oh, my God, I'm hiding a ball behind my hand. I got an elephant in my jacket, you know, but the idea is to not look like you have an elephant in your jacket. So that was the hardest thing for me learning as a kid going, how can they not see this coin behind my hand or this, you know. So once you get past that, and I took it really seriously. And as a kid, 10, 11, 12, I was doing birthday parties.
3: Yeah, you would You were, you were
2: yeah, doing would do at 10. Yeah, I got a little Yellow Pages ad. I had a business line in my my uh Come ba- on. In my uh, bedroom. That's the best. And if people n- don't know much about Wait, Yellow Pages. you had pages, a
0: business line in your-
2: In my bedroom. At age so, 10 or 12? Uh, yeah, third, uh, 12, 13, 13 years <laughs> old, yeah. Because for the Yellow Pages, which people yes. my age know, but they're a thing of the past now, but the only way to get yourself out there, because there wasn't the internet, was to have a Yellow Pages. Yeah. It's the biggest book in the world. And then also, <laughs> I my show was Magic with Murray, but I changed it to, ah- uh, Magic with Murray, because A, a came comes from. earlier in the phone book, and so people would see my name before all the <laughs> other, so I'm like, I, I would like to hire uh, Murray the magician. I'm like, that sounds ridiculous, but I got, and then somebody else beat me to it, so I went, double A. Double A. Yeah, I just, so I was always just triple A, Murray. <laughs> a yeah. a
0: so I learned how to Murray.
2: market myself that way, and then but, but I realized I couldn't use our house line, because when you had a business ad, you needed a business line. Oh so, wow! So they had to come in and put a business line in my bedroom because we did have to be a bedroom, but that was my only place, right, of, right, right. you know, as a kid at home. And so I'd be booking these parties uh, three to five a weekend, birthday parties for like half an hour. And then I was at the same time, I was trying to be a lifeguard because that was the highest paying job <laughs> as a kid in Canada because... You, uh, was, you had made $18 an hour as a lifeguard, which is a lot of money. This is back. That's in, a lot of money. This is back,
0: since we were talking minimum wage, my house yeah. get three thirty five an hour. So, anyway. So, yeah, right? That's so, in yeah. Pittsburgh. Yeah, so national is, record market. This
2: was, um, I was, this is like 85 or 84. So, you know, this is way back then. So, it was a lot of money. So, i did take my swimming lessons. But, you know, when you go into a rec center, which they still kind of have now, the tack board, Yeah. they'd have the garage sale tack board. They'd have the, I'm selling the car thing. You rip <laughs> the phone number off. And the Commodore 64 computer came out around this time, which I'm dating myself now. <laughs> yeah, the
0: Commodore 64. But I yeah. printed
2: off one piece of paper because in school, we only had one computer in elementary right. school. And it printed and like this <laughs> oh, yeah, and the floppy disk. Yeah, and the, the Oh, thing floppy of, disk, yeah. yeah. And so I took that, went to Kinko's, which was, we didn't have Kinko's in Canada, but something like that, <laughs> made these photocopies, and I'd put them on the walls of the rec centers oh, my with God. my phone number. I'd say birthday party magician. Uh, enjoyable shows, little funny balloons and a, a bad graphic. Cause that's all I had with these ripped off phone numbers. And yeah, every time rib- I went to take my lessons, I'd put up a new flyer and they'd, I, they'd rip the phone numbers off. And sure enough, I started getting calls. That
0: is, hysterical. And that's kind of how I started in the business. On a business line. First, of all, I can just see you're on the, you're on the phone book and get ma yep. hold dinner for exactly. I'll on 30. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Oh, and by the way, exactly. Ryan, do you know what a yellow pages is? I do know what yellow pages is. Well, how do you know what a yellow, did you ever you use read a yellow pages?
1: No, I, I've, seen what? a phone book while we
0: were talking he's like i gotta know what yellow page uh ryan any live comments any questions from you what do we got going on
1: uh we've got a ton of live comments oh hit us um courtney says you just can't bet as good as me um, <laughs> i can't
0: what as good as her
1: bet as me i'm
0: not a, yeah okay she's Yeah. and uh
1: she's we've got anna marie hamill saying she loves your guys' stories oh great thank um, you anna marie Girl genius NYC loved the Caddy Shack. Um, she said <laughs> oh, Elon God. is building a tunnel under Vegas to help the the stadium traffic. Yes, yeah.
0: they're they're building a tunnel under Vegas.
2: Yeah, yeah. There's one the with the electronic tunnels. cars. Yeah, electronic wait, yeah. Cars. it's happening now. Yeah, there's some. They've already yeah, they've uh, got it running the convention center.
0: No way. Mm-hmm. Yep. Wow, very cool. That's awesome. Well, Murray, yeah. we brought in. uh We wanted yeah. to hear your stories. You're sure. you're your life has been fascinating. I've been very lucky. Dancing, you know, lifeguard. Yeah,
2: all this stuff, you know what I mean? But every every day is a gift and every day you wake up and go how oh, I'm going to tackle this day, you I know? Hear we all have those good and bad days, you yeah, know Yeah, well, I mean? this so, has been
0: a great day cuz you came in. You're our first well, live guest yeah. that's actually going to do something for us. <laughs> you're very so guided. I'm very excited.
2: Yeah. You want to see a trick?
0: I do want to yeah, see no a trick, problem. absolutely. Do
2: you have cameras that can shoot yeah, the this Yeah, let me let me ask, let me ask Ann none.
0: here. Yeah, and so not, how do you want to shoot the magic trick? What would be the best way? Whatever you want. Can you push in or do you want to, or we just do it wide there? So we can. There's your shot there, Maria, on the one shot right here. Or, that's fine. Is yeah. That, is can, that okay?
2: That's fine. It'll, I'll, I'll play. I'll work with it. with Okay. You guys, you know All what right. I mean, obviously. Um,
0: Do you need me to stand up? Am no, I doing well, anything? You can
2: stay where you are for now. Okay. I can come to you. Okay. Already, cool. You know. I want to ask you a question. What is your favorite card in the deck of cards? I mean, everyone has – everyone picks aces and picture cards. What do you – <laughs>
0: you, you know what? Ten of diamonds popped into my head because it's a okay. card game casino that I like to play my dad's time. Is that, is that your me. favorite
2: kind of card? Yeah. Yeah, okay.
0: I'll go ten of diamonds.
2: So, okay. For, I can actually go through the, obviously, deck and find a ten of diamonds. That's not hard. Right. Because these are – and these are heavy from my, you know, my hotel. Probably, yeah. They're pretty normal cards, if you can see. There we are. There's a the camera. So I'm going to try something, all right? And uh, obviously, as you know, I'm, I'm going to go through this pretty clear with you pop cards there, it's obviously not the... Uh, okay, can we get a close-up there yeah, on that? That's that? Uh, not the 10, okay. that is it is obviously, in the middle card, it's obviously you, not, a, not a 10 there as okay. well, and of course. Not the bottom, a 10? No 10, right, of course. Um, and you said you, what 10 of diamonds you like?
1: 10
0: of diamonds.
2: Okay, so how many times do you want to cut the deck? Two times, twice, or just a couple times, Frank?
0: <laughs> That's, uh, a couple times. You got me for a second. Good center, answer, but... I know, good answer. Okay, cool.
2: go <laughs> okay. All right, do you want to do two or three? It's up to you. Uh, three. Three, okay, here we go. Six. One twice three times just like that okay i'm gonna go well like this you know i'm not doing any pinky breaks or any anything okay stuff right like that. right and you said the 10 of dimes, right
0: right i did holy mackerel and that 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 was close-up magic because i was right yeah, here
2: there it is see? holy
0: mackerel that's amazing
2: Isn't that crazy weird right
0: i don't know <laughs> you know i i have like two card tricks they're lame and i i, I wouldn't even bother wasting people's time <laughs> ah. uh yeah it just blows people's mind and 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 by the way you're you're, you're drinking out of a yeti there i, I am i've never seen a yeti the, what is that's this mini yeah yeti so my thing? wife
2: got this for me because i i love i coffee in the car all the time i just always like a coffee when I okay and so i have these coffee i always buy them in souvenir shops i'm traveling whatever casino i'll yeah, buy one it'll go fall off the, the top cup. of my car crack and i buy another one yeah, right. so danny's like you've really got to get one of these yes i'm like i don't know what this It's the best And I said, all right. And the cool thing with these two is, I don't know why I'm doing an ad for this, I know, I I just- But you asked, but here's the coolest thing. This little thing that slides back and forth on this, it looks like it's a magnet. It actually pops right off, and you can actually wash it. You take this off, the whole thing, like that. Most of these when if you have them and it just snaps back on like that and it slides.
0: Well, that's why they charge a ton of them. I know every Yeti. Yeah. I saw a Yeti. If you cooler. call right now, you like can they, get no. So we're two for one right now. <laughs> Open your Yeti coolers. Uh, that's fascinating. And by the way, Ann and I and our producer, neither one of us, we've ever had a cup of coffee in our lives. Are you kidding? Very me? Very strange. But we both found out our well, mutual love of uh, Coke Zero.
2: Coke Zero. Oh, wow, that's. Oh, I know it's really? bad for oh, you. Yeah, I'll throw myself in well, my. well, I only
0: try to do once every while. I drink mostly Pure Leaf Tea. We're doing a lot of ads today, Ryan. Do you think Pure oh, Leaf like Tea could sponsor the show? yeah, uh, or Yeti. You may give we, a can we can try <laughs> <we can do. laughs> And by the way, those people making the live comments, a lot of those names we don't know. Make sure you guys click subscribe and share the show. We love the live comments. We love Murray for coming in. Murray, we can catch you uh 4 o'clock shows. Yeah, 4 o'clock
2: show, you can always catch me uh, at channel. If you want to okay. see me online on my YouTube channel, it is Magic Murray. Magic Murray, and, and you have a yeah. ton of
0: followers. You have yeah, we just hit
2: you. 1.8 million subscribers and over on, uh, five on, and a half online. billion views so. on Five and a half
0: billion, that's with a B. And by the way, that's YouTube, that's right here. So after yeah. this show ends in about 25 minutes, go watch some of Murray's clips, because they're they're awesome.
2: Yeah, don't leave yet, stay on the show. Got no, 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 of- not yet. We got Later. Dwayne
0: Colucci coming up. We're gonna talk sports gambling. Uh, let's see, uh, he's going to give us, we're going to talk about all the sports going on. There are, there are five events tonight, five games tonight. We'll get his uh, his insight on that. But once again, first live performance ever on episode eight of Punchline's Murray Slotchuk. Murray, thank you for
3: coming thank in. You, thank, thank you, sir. Thank you. Thank you, A.A. Murray.
4: <laughs> we'll thank be right
0: you. back.
3: We have 11 amazing restaurants featuring a wide variety for every price range and appetite. South Point's Garden Buffet has something for everyone at unbeatable prices. Or if hunger strikes in the middle of the night, join us at Coronado Cafe. The American menu offers breakfast, lunch, or dinner 24 hours a day, plus a Chinese kitchen for authentic Chinese dishes from 11 a.m. to 11 p.m. From steak and eggs to wonton soup, it's fast and friendly service 24-7. When you need a quick pick me up, you can find it at our state of the art Starbucks just inside the main South Point entrance. Order ahead with the Starbucks app for easy mobile order pickups. Or enjoy your favorites in the relaxing dining area anytime, day or night. If you love Mexican food, Baja Miguel's has all of your South of the Border favorites. There are dozens of classics to choose from, like fajitas, ceviche, chimichangas, tacos, and more. And for spirit lovers, Baja's colorful non-smoking tequila bar is right outside. Or maybe you're in the mood for seafood. Big Sur Oyster Bar has fresh seafood prepared right before your eyes. Savor freshly shucked oysters, crab legs jambalaya, shrimp and lobster, Beers on tap and a selection of fine wines are perfect to pair with your seafood favorite, whether lunch or dinner. You'll love this fun atmosphere, located just off the casino floor. Ready to shake things up? Step back in time and treat yourself to one of the oldest restaurant chains in the country. Steak and Shake, famous for original mouthwatering steak burgers and hand-dipped milkshakes in a variety of flavors. For some old fashioned fun, try Steak and Shake.
0: <laughs> uh, we were having fun with headphones here, ladies and gentlemen. I don't know if it's because I'm, <clears throat> maybe it's because I'm wearing glasses, but I was fumbling like uh, a vaudeville comedian with the. <laughs> It's behind-the-scenes stuff. You guys can't see everything. We appreciate you guys being here live, watching the show on YouTube at our channel right here. Really, honestly, please subscribe. It's really, really important to get the subscribers. Please share the show. We have had amazing shows so far and, and more great shows coming up with uh, a lot more guests. Murray was tremendous. Having a magician in the house, that was pretty cool, right? Live make sure card you, trick. Live card trick. Make sure you go check Murray out at the Tropicana, right down the street here from the lovely South Point. South Point Studios and the South Point Sportsbook right there. We have a lot of action happening. And if you want to talk sporting action, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to bring in a guy who knows what he's talking about. He is the race and sportsbook manager at Rampart Casino near uh, nearby Summerlin. It's Dwayne Colucci, another Italian on the show. There he
1: eh, <laughs> Yeah, right. With the great. nice VGK jersey in the background.
0: There you go. Everyone's about the Knights here, man. I, I, I don't know if you heard, Dwayne, but... You know, I'm a Pittsburgh guy. I'm born and raised. I'm a Steelers, Pirates, and Penguins guy. I bet him yesterday. He took the Knights. That's his team. We had Chris Harrison on yesterday, who's a Dallas fan. So I said, I'll take Dallas. And I lose in a shootout. So I don't know. <laughs> Are, is, that the, is that your team, the Knights?
4: We a 2-1 lead, too. I was there, Frank. So that was disappointing. But what a game it was. Uh, no, actually, you could see over my shoulder as well. Uh, I'm a Montreal Canadian guy, believe it or not. You know, growing up... In the New York area, uh, my dad took me constantly to the Montreal Forum. So, uh, um, amazing vibe. And he had Rangers season tickets uh, as well for about uh, 15 years. And, you know, just uh, I'm a big, big hockey fan, but definitely my heart lays with the Canadians. And, uh, you know, Vegas, you have to love the Vegas Golden Knights. What they've done here for the city, Frank, has just been amazing. So, you know, uh, Vegas, uh, I am now a season ticket holder for the Knights. And uh, I love each and every game, I'll be honest with you. It's so exciting. And to bring a Stanley Cup here. Unbelievable. Unbelievable! How Unbelievable. could it happen in such a short time, Frank?
0: <laughs> Dad, have you, have you, do you have a picture with the cup? Have you touched the cup or anything like that? Uh,
4: you know, I have a foul taste in my mouth with that, to be Frank. <laughs> I went to, I, I went to City National. Uh, I was supposed to take my picture last week. Oh, there you Thursday. go. Thursday. Okay. 5,000 people were online, and I was just like, "Ah, I can't, you know, I brought my mom and dad, and uh, my mom doesn't get around too well, she uses a cane, and I was just like, I I can't make mom stand for five hours, there were so many people Mm -hmm. online, and I couldn't believe that they scheduled everybody, Frank, at like 8.30, so I walked up, I got there like, uh, I want to say, 10 after 8, and these people were already online, and I was like, is this the 8.30 line, is this the 8 (laughs) o'clock line, and he's like, no, everybody's 8.30. I was like, uh, I'm getting out of
1: here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Ryan, our producer. Ryan, was yep. that the same day you were there? Yeah, I was there too. My, uh, our time window was the 10.30 window. But okay. yeah, it was. they were flying through everybody. You hardly got any time to enjoy the cup. It was. Yeah,
0: the picture Ryan has of the cup, it's blur. It's like blurry. He had to walk by so fast. <laughs> like that. Wow. I fortunately was lucky enough when Phil Bork and the Penguins won uh, for the radio station I was working. He brought the cup. To our softball game and let everyone take pictures and we took a drink out of it it was awesome but uh the knights last night yeah they're four and zero right now right i mean unbelievable
4: yeah just playing great frank i tell you and they're playing without uh you know key players right now no white cloud no Angelo. and, uh, you know, Alec Martinez also banked up. So, you know, just to accomplish that, and it was such a physical game last night. I mean, Ben was really bringing his physical presence. There were a lot of fights, and uh, Aiden Hill is the real deal, guys. Don't ever sell this kid short. He is just amazing and had a phenomenal, phenomenal game between the pipes. And Al duel Jake Ottinger, who was one of the top goalies in the NHL. So Vegas has a tremendous upside. I, I mean, they're just playing at a high, high level. Jack Eichel is one of those special players, and we're lucky to have him on the roster. I mean, you know, so few guys, uh, Frank, could skate with their head up and control the puck you know it's like dribbling you know very well with uh, you know full court sense yeah. so Jack Heichel is one of those players that could do it like a McDavid and uh, some of the other players but uh, what a what a great game last night I was speechless it was one of the best games I've attended it was such a, a competitive level
0: I still can't believe with his accent he's a Montreal Canadian you had the Islanders the Rangers the the Devils right by but he likes Montreal <laughs> I love that. so listen there's two games on the schedule tonight uh, my friend Paul in Reno, we call him Paul in Reno. He noticed there was two NHL games, uh, one Major League Baseball game, two NCAA games. He calls it the five-team Hump Day Parlay. He's going to bet it tonight. I think that should be a thing. But the Penguins are playing tonight. Got the Penguins at Detroit, who have just you know uh, Detroit's going through some, some thin times, and the Capitals at the Senators. So do you have any take on these games tonight? What's the sports book look like there at Rampart for these games? <clears throat> Yeah,
4: you know, we're getting good handle on them, Frank, just because they're the two games. I'm looking at the current lines and, uh, you know, your Penguins on the road, like you said, we have them at 129 at the Rampart in South Point currently. Uh, I think it'll be a a more competitive game because Detroit is at home, but I definitely think Pittsburgh is the right side here. Like you said, uh, you know, with Stevie Y trying to rebuild this franchise, it's going to take a a lot of time. And I'm going through that with the Canadians. I mean, (laughs) I can't hold my breath. The, The last time they won... Frank was, yeah, I moved here. So you know how that feels. And you're uh, you, you you're spoiled. I mean, you had the Yaga Lemieux days. I, and I was at some great games with the uh, Yager and Lemieux in the garden back home. And then you went through the Crosby era. So it's, you it, got it all going on.
0: We're a little spoiled. And, you know, I was at, <clears throat> excuse me, I was at a New Year's Eve party once with Yarmy Yager. With Yarmir Yager. Yarmir Yager. Yager. Couldn't say his name. Um, <laughs> it was an after hours party on New Year's Eve. So it's like two in the morning. And Yager's like 19 or 20 years old, I think, you know. And uh, he's, we're all drinking. Uh, you know, I was of age at the time. I was like 22. So it's an after-hours party. It's like 2 a.m., 3 a.m. at the Sheridan in Pittsburgh, right across, uh, not too far from the Civic Arena. It's in Station Square. And he literally is the characteristic uh, of a guy drunk at a, at a New Year's Eve party. He has a tie around his head, tied around his head. <laughs> he's got a girl on each arm, and he's hammered. He's got the mullet. And we're all like, "Don't the Pens play like like a noon game or something tomorrow?" And everyone's like, "Yeah." So I sleep through the game pretty much. I wake up. He had two goals. <laughs> he scored Unbelievable. Twi- he scored twice <laughs> at night. I'm assuming, and then he scored twice in the daytime. But anyway, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, they, the kid was he was a tank. But uh, the other um, the other game is the uh, Capitals and Senators. Now, it's, being from Pittsburgh, I have to hate the Capitals, so I could never bet them. But they are uh, they are uh, the Senators are obviously favored at home. And that's the other hockey game tonight. So there's only two games.
4: Yeah, they've been off to a quick start to Ottawa, yeah. uh, minus 170 against Washington. I mean, that's a big line and Ottawa is much improved. I definitely think they will be uh, having the upper hand tonight. I think they will beat the Capitals. Current line, like I said, 170 at Rampart and South Point, six and a yeah. half uh, favored to the over. You see a lot more of these overs now, Frank, a lot of people, uh, you know, are applying the overs. You have some high scoring teams now in the NHL. Yeah. The goaltending is not, uh, you know, the focus like it used to be back in the day. So I definitely think that Ottawa has the upper hand in this game. Capitals, uh, you know, they're also going through some changes and definitely uh, you're going to see some roster changes possibly there as the season wears on. Well, but I, uh, I like Ottawa Well, I'm in glad, this game.
0: I'm glad you mentioned the over. So both games are around six and a half. Now, I uh, we, we've been talking about this because South Point, they have the Grand Salami, which I think is... The coolest bet to make, right? So last night, and our produ- it was 57-and-a-half. I took the over. It hit under, so and won. I've lo- I'm losing all my bets to the producers, but I did win at the book. <laughs> but the Grand Salami with two games tonight here at South Point is 13-and-a-half goals. Both games are six and a half; They add a half, I see. So it's 13-and-a-half. I don't know if I go back to the well and take the Grand Salami again. But uh, that's just a fun bet. Again, if you're not a hockey fan and you want to watch hockey and you're coming out to the South Point or any casino in Vegas and you want to just root for both teams, because I know I see a lot of shirts that uh, – that, the female sporting line is making, where it says, I hope both teams do well. Or, you know, like, you know, like <laughs> if you don't have a team, just bet the over or bet the under, and you can just, you can root for or against goals. But that's a fun bet. I, I'm that guy.
4: Propositions. That's what we look for, Frank. I and, love propositions. You know, trying to attract the, uh, you know, younger consumer and get them involved. Like you said, not everybody wants to bet on the team. They don't want to pick it, but we have this fun proposition that we put up each and every night at the Rampart and South Point, and Chris does a fabulous job. I mean, I-, I can't speak enough about the South Point and the affiliation, and Grand Salami is uh, one of those fun bets, yeah. and we also have a full slate of propositions for the Thursday night NFL okay. game, Frank, and uh, yeah, it's, uh, we have, uh, you know, college props, uh, and NFL props, you name it, we have it.
0: Now, before we move on to football, do you have a a favorite or a good Vegas story, maybe an encounter with a celeb? You've been out here a long time. We love Vegas stories on the show. You got a Vegas story for us.
4: Yeah. Definitely, I, I tell you, I actually started as a crap dealer, okay. Frank. So uh, you know, you had to you have to break in in some shady areas, some <laughs> shady casinos. Uh, you know, it's not like you walk into Caesar's Palace and you're dealing <laughs> craps. You know, I had to break in went to the silver nugget actually and that's in North Las Vegas but uh some great experiences there as I became a uh boxman and a pit boss I really was able to deal uh you know a large amount of games they used to have boxing cards there and uh I remember Al Rodriguez he was the uh casino owner and they were affiliated with the Mayweather family you know uh Roger was always there Jazzy Jeff and they were always floating around the casino they would promote the cards and I remember uh you know at a very young young age, I was standing in the pit one day and, uh, you know, uh, Roger Mayweather came over he goes Dwayne come over I want you to meet uh, the next big thing in boxing and sure enough it was Floyd Mayweather wow. and uh, you know that was just one of those classic stories where you didn't know what was gonna happen with this kid he was so young but I made a ton of money Frank that throughout his career I mean up and coming he was not the big favorite that he always was right. you know in the last 10 12 fights yeah so you were able to make money and this kid was lights out and uh, you know Roger Mayweather was a great guy I rest his soul. Uh, I always had good times with him. Cornelius Boza Edwards would be there. It was just uh, great to see these older generation of boxers bring the younger generation. And, uh, you know, at the Rampart, we've had several celebrities. Uh, Dan Issel, Eddie Murray, I met in there, and, uh, you know, Murray, just so many switch, different.
0: The switch hitting Hall of Fame baseball yes, player? I love Eddie Murray. An amazing. I had yes, his rookie I love card. him too. Yeah, I had his rookie card. Yeah, yeah, right. He played for the Dodgers too. He played for about nineteen. So right? But um, you know my favorite my favorite thing about that story, first of all, was Jazzy. Are you talking DJ Jazzy Jeff from Will Smith when you said Jazzy Jeff, or is that like a Vegas no, game? no? Okay. That's Jazzy
4: Jeff Mayweather. <laughs> jazzy, that was Roger's brother. Yeah, oh. there was a uh, you know four Mayweather fighters. I mean Floyd Senior, yeah. Floyd, uh, Jeff Mayweather, and Roger Mayweather. So no, uh, I didn't get to okay. meet. Uh, I was DJ like, jazzy wait, Jeff DJ Jazzy Jeff.
0: Parents just don't understand. <laughs> now uh, you, you said something interesting about Floyd Mayweather too. I mean, you want a lot of money off of him. Talk about a guy who's won a lot of people money, but this guy's a Vegas. I mean, what are some of the bets he's made? He's made millions and millions. I mean, I'm sure he's lost a lot, but he always posts those pictures. And I haven't seen him post a picture in a while. Maybe he's not gambling. But Ryan, do you know or, or, or Dwayne, do you know any? I'm trying to think some of those big bets that Mayweather has done and showed the tickets.
4: Yeah. Mainly the NBA playoffs. Yeah. He yeah. Be, he's a big NBA, he, he NBA playoffs and he'd be always sitting, uh, you know, courtside yeah. wherever the games were. And I know he was betting a lot, uh, you know, during that run with Kawhi Leonard, I believe. And, oh uh, God. you know, Leonard Ellaby is a good friend of mine. He comes, he's a regular at the Rampart. And, uh, you know, uh, I haven't seen Floyd post tickets, like you said, but yeah, I remember, too. uh, you know, he used to go to the M when uh, Canter Gaming was involved and bet there a lot. And uh, I know he was definitely a big nba guy and he also loves those football games at times
0: all right and speaking of football so tonight there's a couple college games and i i i want to know for for everyone watching there and i even had a friend asking me about this game tonight there's two games you have uh, new mexico state and utep but here's the game that caught my eye you got florida international at sam houston state sam houston state is favored by five and a half and they're like 0 and six or something 0 and five or, they haven't <laughs> won a game yet but they're favored is there something, I don't know, is there an injury to the entire offensive line for Florida International? Do I have to dive deep on this? I mean, that's just, that just seems strange to me, because I think Florida International is 3-4, and four, but Sam Houston stayed 0-5, 0-6, and, and, and they're favored by 5.5.
4: Yeah, and now it's uh, actually, it came down to five, so okay. don't get nervous. All right. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, I, you know this is just money that's moving the line. Uh, I, these games are very hard to figure when you get to these minor matchups. They're not like the power conferences. We all know that. Like you said, we're going to definitely handle so much more on UTEP, and yeah. uh, we're looking at five at the Rampart and South Point. I don't think you're missing anything. I haven't seen a massive injury report. I'm okay. waiting for something we to come across. This, yeah. It's a four o'clock kickoff, but it is a team that has not won and you're seeing a five point favorite so always our reaction as a bookmaker i would definitely say take the favorite. here. why are they five points right, exactly. we do not make mistakes <laughs> as bookmakers very often so uh, i'll tell you that i think that they're definitely a play but i i wouldn't wager on this game i'll be honest with
0: right, you. and you said a lot of action on utep is that because they're kind of close or, or is it just texas sports or why utep getting a lot of action in the book
4: well, it's a nice matchup, as you can see. Yeah. It's a three-point spread. Yeah. Uh, you know, much closer, and they're more name colleges. It's easier to get information when you're betting and diving deeper into these teams as opposed to the uh, game that we just spoke about. So I just believe we'll see a lot of parlays. Baseball will be king tonight. uh, yeah. You know, out of the five major games, we have that terrific matchup, and it's going to be very difficult with Max Scherzer on the mound. Know, you know, he doesn't. Right? he's not that great in the playoffs, though, Frank. Keep it's, that in mind. Some I mean, of these the guys Dodgers, know. He- Mental yeah. and self imploded. You saw that, and he is not, uh you know, what he is in the regular season. So definitely a chance for Houston to get back into this series.
0: Yeah, for sure. I mean, and Scherzer who hasn't pitched and yet yeah, with the Dodgers, is he had the tired arm and stuff like that. So uh yeah, I mean, right now here at the South Point, we have the Astros minus one twenty six, Rangers plus one sixteen, Scherzer versus Javier. I, I'm just going to enjoy that game because, I, you know, it's going to be a good game to watch. But man. Is anything better than watching these Phillies games? And this is coming from a Pirates fan who grew up with the National League East and hates the Phillies. But I just all I all I want to do now is I build my day around. All right, I got to make sure I watch the Philly game for sure. They're just it's an exciting, just the atmosphere they have there and the singing and the fans. It's crazy.
4: Diehards, they they are maniacs. Whether it's the Eagles, whether it's the Phillies, and trust me, I know because I grew up in <laughs> Queens that's and a, at the arch that's rival. The that's Met, what I figured so, you were a Mets fan. Definitely. uh, You know, I've been to so many different matchups and you could tell the passion and the emotion these Philadelphia Phillies fans have. And Bryce Harper is the real deal. I mean, this guy is just bringing so much to the game right now. He is amazing. Castellanos hitting uh, lights out. Great pitching. Former Met pitcher Wheeler is actually getting the job done. It's amazing, and uh, you know they uh, they're, they're so emotional when it comes to the playoffs. This Philadelphia team, and I think they're really going to go. They're going to the World Series, I in my so. opinion. I, and it's,
0: I know that. And, and right now, here the odds. Uh, they have them even money here to win the World Series at the South Point right now. They're even money with the Rangers, Astros, and the D-backs are a long shot at plus nineteen hundred. I wouldn't. I wouldn't put a dollar on that. Um, but yeah, the Mets. By the way, I went to Shea Stadium once. It was towards one of the final years. Uh, we sat on the first baseline. We wanted to be where you know near Buckner, and where Buckner missed the ball. It was not in good shape at the end. There, Shay. was Shea Stadium ever a nice ballpark? <laughs> no. That's what I thought. <laughs> no,
4: no, <laughs> never, Frank. It was never. I tell you, they always- Right, exactly. You took the words right out of my mouth. (laughs) I was just talking about that with a friend of mine, too. You know, you would have to wait. The games would be longer because the pitcher would step off the rubber (laughs) once you started to hear the planes going over. But a very nostalgic place. I mean, I see Strawberry hit so many homers into that Big Apple out there in the hat. And, you know, some fabulous players there. Very traditional. But I've heard, uh, you know, I haven't been to City Field yet. I've heard it's off the hook. I mean, it's somewhat of an Ebbets Field replica. They have a bridge out in the outfield so they really did it up and uh, I feel bad for that franchise uh you know that they have a great owner now and he spent a lot of money but it didn't pan out we're going to see how moving forward they are able to manipulate this roster in the offseason it's going to be very difficult to uh surround the polar bear with some good players <laughs>
0: and, and by the way they're talking about training Alonso. Uh, Alonzo it's like well you can't trade him yeah. he's your whole team and by the way when you said you feel bad for that franchise as a Pittsburgh Pirate fan who had to play the Mets all the time in the Phillies, uh, I do not feel... They would... I mean, because Doc Gooden called us Little Leaguers in 88, I think, and then we came back to win, you know, three divisions. Uh, the, the guy that always killed the Pirates in Pittsburgh, one of my most hated baseball players of all time, Kevin McReynolds. I don't know why he uh, comes... He killed... He would always come with the clutch hit at three rivers and beat us. Strawberry would always homer, of course. Gooden would shut us down. But Kevin McReynolds left it would always kill us. And to this day, when I, when I think Mets... The first image that pops into my head is Kevin McReynolds.
4: Well, remember, we uh, took Bonilla off your hands, so don't you worry about that. S- <laughs> that was the payback. You're still <laughs> We had the choice, I thought, in the trade of Barnes and Bonilla, and we're still paying this guy. Bobby so, Bonilla. Uh, did. Kevin McReynolds was solid, though. He yeah. was solid. Was, and they had Ray Knight. They had a lot of solid players. Yeah. Kevin Mitchell, Gooden, like you said, Darling, Ojeda. Yeah. Oh, Dijkstra was a, a beast. I Nails. mean, look at what he did for the Phillies. So, and, and, you know, yeah, definitely. And <laughs> they and look at they Len- had some great players. <laughs> and
0: look at what Lenny Dunn like Lenny extras done since then a lot, oh. lot of weird stuff a lot of weird stuff. do you have any live comments before we wrap up with a football pick anything for Dean or Dwayne sorry um talking lines not quite well, my buddy Paul, uh, Paul, my, yeah my buddy Paul, yeah, my, and my buddy Paul teased me also or he goes ask Dwayne about the Steeler Rams game that's all me and Paul care about Steelers uh it's gone up the, the hook is there it's now three and a half we're diehard Steeler fans they gotta they gotta do that three time zone flight though at the Rams. Yeah. I don't
4: know. Very difficult. And we documented that uh, prior to the start of the season. This is going to be a very difficult game, especially with Cooper Cup back in the fall. I know. Uh, you know, you got the hook now. Pickett, uh, great game. Uh, they beat the Ravens like they usually do. I, I think know. it's now, uh, you tell me, five out of six. Yeah, And, every and game, they were the able last, to get that job and done. And it's
0: always within three or four points. That's crazy. Yeah. it's
4: uh, You know, so, uh, you know, Tomlin's got the kids hungry now. He definitely turned the corner after very critical in the early season, yeah. uh, early part of the season. But this Ram team is going to be difficult. They're going to bring an all out rush on this kid. He's going to have to get rid of the ball quick because they definitely have a good pass rush right. and a good offense. So this Aaron is a game, uh, you know, I'm in first in the gaming today, battle of the bookies. I'm trying and keep it going. I was at 70 percent, Frank. Oh my now God. I'm at 66. I have a five game lead so this is one of the focal games I'm gonna keep my eye on and definitely you know it's all about the injury report look okay. at how many quarterbacks are hurt this week we
0: were talking think about, about it, it. fields it's ain't insane. gonna
4: play Daniel yeah. Jones probably ain't gonna play Lawrence you know you have some big baby. names yeah yeah yeah, well, yeah I know um
0: uh, th- yeah it's gonna be I can't wait to watch the Taylor game uh ryan what do you have
1: well so i just wanted to jump back to hockey real quick oh the uh the Knights first ever pick was Nick Suzuki and he's been traded to the Montreal Canadiens, Dwayne's team, and he is now their captain. Do you see, are the Canadians able to build with him? Can they go forward and compete for a cup in the next couple of years? You know what the
4: problem is? I mean, they had their chance in the bubble. I'll be honest with you. You know, we had an excellent chance. They came here. They beat the Knights. Unbelievable to uh, win the Campbell Trophy, which is unheard of. You'll never see that again. An Eastern Conference team winning the Western Conference. So the problem with Montreal, they're small, guys. You know, we have Wi-Fi now. Zajac, he's a good player. He's very physical. But when you look at Suzuki, Caulfield, and now we had a massive injury to Kirby Dock uh, the other night. That just hurts the second line. Alex Nuhu the new face from Colorado he's small we have to get a little size and we have a goaltending problem we have to get Carey Price off the books yeah, uh Harry I don't Price. think he's ever going to play again yeah. I mean that contract yeah. is massive yeah. Samuel Montebo is good but Jake Allen is not the answer I would go with Beau and Primo I don't know if they could compete for a cup they have to make some acquisitions it seems like once you turn into or whoever they hire the Montreal general manager turns into like a turtle. They, they <laughs> they get nervous. Or or they're flamboyant like Bergevin and they screw up everything. So it's going to be difficult to see Montreal winning the Cup within the next four or five years. Nick Suzuki is a fabulous talent, though. We robbed uh, the Vegas Golden Knights with that move. Patches were solid for years, don't get me wrong, but injury prone and, uh, you know, it's going to be very interesting to see how Montreal manipulates this roster moving forward with the goaltending and the defense. This
0: is why I love Dwayne. When you asked him that question about them winning the Cup, he just the Wince he had on his face before he even started talking <laughs> you knew it wasn't going to be good news Dwayne, you've been literally one of my favorite guests that we've had on the show so far i'd love to have you back and i also want to know about this battle of the bookies next time you come back
4: because this is fascinating yeah definitely frank yeah uh, definitely we'll what go a fa- over
0: it. what a fantastic show i appreciate everybody watching please hit the subscribe button make sure you hit the subscribe button share this show with friends murray Sawchuk live in the studio Dwayne colucci thank you duane rampart sportsbook and casino uh, and summerland make sure you stop by and see him Another great show in the books. Thank you for all your live comments. Please subscribe. We will be back tomorrow with another show in the desert here at the South Point Casino. Casino. line stands for Live in Nevada. Well, let's try it again. Take two. Is this live? Lions is live in Nevada every show.